Hey guys, welcome to the Design Test Improved Podcast. I'm your co-host Eduardo, joined alongside my brother Diego. Ooh, what is it, my boys? Alright, so in today's episode we're going to be talking about the importance of having a productive life in order to live a happier life. Uh, so with that being said, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Alright, Diego, so um, what does a productive life mean to you and why do you believe everyone should uh, strive to live one? Man, uh, I actually have a conversation about this stuff a lot with Garrett and basically we have come to the conclusion is that if we're not productive we get really depressed (laughs) it's like the worst days of my life are the ones where i'm the least productive like if you're spending a whole day on youtube watching videos at the end of the day you just feel like man i just (laughs) wasted my life (laughs) like i didn't come out positive at all with anything i didn't um progress towards any of my goals i kind of just like wasted the day and it feels really shitty and a bad day could end up into a bad week and then a bad week into a bad month and then it could just spiral out of there so that's why i believe having a very important um, a very productive life is very important um towards kind of like finding what kind of cliche but finding your purpose or finding a goal or a project that you want to work towards that you think that will better impact either your life or the lives of others and i think that's very important um and Another thing is kind of like, um, I think it's very important to not only focus on one goal or one aspect of your life, but to make sure that you have a well-balanced life. Um, Because if you don't have a good balanced life, one area of your life can really take down the other areas, even if you're doing good in the other areas. So for example, you could be killing in business. You could be making a lot of money. You can be living in luxury and everything, but if you're unhealthy, that's going to bring you down. So a book I really recommend recommend for a lot of people is a book called Maybe It's You, and it kind of talks about the 12 areas of life. So the 12 areas are yourself, your body, love, spirituality, career, money, time, home, which is where you live, um, family, friends, uh, fun and adventure, and the community and your contribution. So I think in having a productive life, you need to make sure that you hit the majority of those areas and i think that having systems kind of like what i talked about in the last episode having rituals and systems in your life to make sure that you hit each area that that is important in those 12 um, i think that is a good productive life and i think it's really important that you um prioritize that um with that being said what what would you classify a productive life is and why do you think that is important so basically living a productive life is like a life where you're making the most out of the limited time you have um because i mean time only goes in one way so it's going to pass regardless what you do with it is up to you you could like you said you can mindlessly spend on it so like watching youtube videos or whatever television um and then you kind of reflect back and you're just like dang i should have done more with this time instead of just like binge watching on whatever um and then you end up like regretting the things that you didn't do than the things that you tried and failed at which is something that i mentioned in the previous uh podcast episode episode one uh, so like you, you mentioned, like having productive lives, like having systems to help you get the most of each day. And just to caveat, like you don't have to be productive and like get a bunch of stuff done or make the most out of every day, like every day, like we all have yeah. lazy days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's because I don't know. Sometimes well, you're on beat. It's kind of like what Jocko Willick says that discipline equals freedom. So like if you discipline yourself to get all the things done in life that you need to get done, like if you have a project done and you, and you get the project done you discipline yourself you don't watch youtube videos and you just get your work done then you have the freedom to enjoy and do whatever you want after um yeah so i think it's a good balance that you should have in life yeah ideally but i mean like you said like sometimes we have lazy days and yeah 
Yeah. I mean, don't don't just be like, oh, I'm a failure or whatever. Just so yeah, for like acknowledge for, it and then just like yeah. For me, usually I try to do like Sundays are my free days, um, and I try to go out with friends or do something that I enjoy rather than just always being focused on work. Yeah, and like you mentioned, like the twelve areas. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so th- there's different things, and we all have like personal projects that we want to do. Like we should like identify what those personal projects are. They could be like working on something in like your backyard or. Could be starting a podcast. Starting a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just just what's a personal project you want to get to, like, or what's something that you want to learn, and then just like put in time to that, like something that you find joy in, or something that you're interested in learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that 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 would just help bring more fulfillment into your life. Yeah, I mean, progression is definitely a good feeling to have in life. I think yeah. um, there's like a good saying that says, "In order for a bike to stay upward, you have to keep pedaling. As soon as you stop pedaling, the bike tips over." So I think that's kind of like why having a productive life is very important and always progressing towards the things that you want. Um, Because that's kind of like we're built for that. We're like goal striving, like animals. We've always like seen problems or things that we need to fix. And we always kind of like try to find our way to solve them. I believe that's the way we're built. Yeah. I mean, I I guess a good visualization that I like analogy since you're talking about like bicycles, I like like the stationary bicycle and um, I, I don't know if you've seen those where it's like a stationary bike and then you pedal in and it produces some sort of electricity to charge a phone or something. Mm-hmm. So instead, I like to visualize like you're in a bike, stationary bike hooked up to, since you mentioned 12 areas of life, 12 light bulbs. And you can only hook up to one, maybe two at a time. And in or- you have to like brighten that light bulb. So to, to brighten it, you have to put in time and energy. And the thing is, you you can't work and do all 12 simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, doing one would cost uh, like making one light bulb brighter or two light bulbs brighter will cost other light bulbs to go dimmer but if you like reflect and say like hey these these light bulbs these areas are very dim and like acknowledging it then just like put more effort and and, uh, energy so like time and energy into it to to brighten up those light bulbs so um so i kind of build off that analogy how like how are you following a productive life into kind of making sure that the light bulbs that you want to light up right now are, are being, you know, well energized? Um, so for me, it's just um, kind of like I like to use like Google Calendar to like plan out my week. So you kind of can see the whole week ahead that's like upcoming. So like every Sunday I like to do like a review and then kind of see like, hey, what social things do I want to do like? Granted, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic, uh, so we can't really go out. Um, but like, maybe you can like call a friend or or um, Zoom or whatever. Um, and then from there, like that would cover like social, like spend time with family, um, identify personal projects that you want to work on, and carve out some time for that. And then kind of see like, hey, like what's something that I'm missing? Um, hey, I'm not getting that much exercise in. Like, oh well, let me put in some time in that in my calendar. And then kind of see the the, the week ahead and um, kind of create a game plan rather than just reactively live day by day and not really know where you're headed. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I mean, uh, man, Eduardo has like his systems. If you want to talk with someone about productivity, like, like Eduardo is the man to go. And actually, <laughs> you might get a little too overwhelmed. Like, I remember when he used to still live here, like every other day he would go into my room like, hey, dude, I found this new app. You should totally check it out. I'm like, no, dude, like, I'm good with my journal. Like, I'm good with just paper and pen, probably a little bit of, like, digital stuff. But I'm a very old school kind of guy with, like, I try to just keep my stuff sim- super simple. 
Um, like Eduardo has this one thing called Notion, and like whenever he opens it up, like I get anxiety because that thing is just like too complicated for me. It's overkill. But I mean, it works for him, and that's that's what matters. It, it just has to be a system that works for you. Um, I think that's very important. Um, for me, I've tried a lot of planners in the past. I've tried 10x Planner from Grant Cardone. I've tried bullet journaling. I've tried the moleskins. And then recently I came across um, one called the Full Focus Planner um, by Michael Hyatt. I think that's his name. That was introduced to me by Raul, um, one of our close family friends. Uh, shout out. And then, um, man, I'm staking the shout outs. Okay. And then, uh, uh, so yeah, he kind of showed it to me and it's kind of a good planner because it only focuses on 90 days. It's only it, It's on a quarter system. So there's four quarters in a year, so 90 days um, and oh, three months. But um, I kind of really like that because it, it lets me not kind of broaden too much because sometimes I feel like we do, all right, I want to complete this in three years, but so much can change in three years that like that goal become, can become irrelevant by the time you get to that area of time. So staying within 90 days, I think is really good um, and I really enjoy it. So that's my kind of focus. And in terms of like what I'm focusing on right now, in terms of uh, kind of having a good balanced life that's productive in a, in a proper way, um, I believe in your early 20s or even in your 20s in general, um, from what I hear, listening to advice from 30-year-olds or 40-year-olds or 50-year-olds, is your 20s is kind of like the foundation of your life. Um, I think it's the foundation you build. Your 30s is about crafting the building. And then your 40s and 50s and on is kind of just like, um, kind of enjoying the fruits of your labor. That's interesting. Um, so I'm very selfish right now with the way I'm spending my time and trying to be productive. Um, I'm just spending it on myself, making sure that I'm healthy, making sure that I have a good um, spirituality in terms of mindset. Um, spirituality can be like a religion or going to church, temple, but in our, in my case, and I'm sure in your case too, Eduardo, it's like stoicism, like a philosophy that you want to learn. Like um, ever since. Eduardo introduced me to The Daily Stoic, which is a podcast um, that I really enjoy. And then I kind of got into like Seneca and, you know, those types of Stoics and their philosophy. And I really think that's a really cool um, kind of thing to follow in terms of like making sure they have the right mindset. So that's basically what I'm working on in terms of my spirituality. And then on top of that, I have my career, making sure my finances is good, and then making sure that I have a good relationship with my time. Um, and then... Next year, I have some other things too. Like I plan on moving out. So I'd be like home. Um, but other than that, I'm just re being really selfish with my time right now. I'm just trying to be productive towards that. Because um, I think that is what my phase in life right now is currently what I need to do. Yeah. yeah I mean, you mentioned like apps and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's like try to find systems or routines or something that helps you like effortlessly be a better you so for example like we're creating these podcast episodes and you mentioned notion and that's like something we're testing out right now and we kind of we uh, create like a workflow for it to like help produce more content like more effortlessly and more organized mm -hmm. so same thing with anything that you want in life like hey you want to have a good day well like maybe do this like checklist of things and maybe you won't get them all every day but if you get a good amount of them, like you kind of like hit the day on a good note to help you be more efficient or productive or more happier in life in general. And that's the ultimate goal. Like it's not necessarily to create more, it's just to create the things that you want in your life. Mm -hmm. It's not really a competition. It's just um, like, what do you, what is it that you want in your life? And what can, what helps you get closer to that, mm -hmm. that ideal? 
Yeah. I'm reading this one book by um, a marketer called Dan Kennedy, uh, but it's about time management. Um, and basically one thing that he really does is like your time, look at your time as if it's money. Like what is your base rate value? How much is it? How much do you think you're valued for an hour of your day? Um, and then basically you price that in this case, he's doing talking about business. So what he'd say is, let's say you charge a client $300 an hour. If he comes to you, then that's 300. But if you have to drive an hour to get to him, then it's $600 because that's time. So it kind of like gives you a good scope of like how you need to view your time. So sometimes people go three hours and I've done this myself. Like we go long periods of time watching YouTube videos sometimes like the weekends. If you calculate that up and then, you know, multiply it by what you're, what you believe you're valued at and your base rate, you're, you could be wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars every year um, that you could have been working or not even, even, you don't even want to even look at it in terms of money, but what that money could have done for you it could have like helped you go on a trip with your friends or, you know, kind of create that freedom, give you that breathing space, especially like right now. I know a lot of people are struggling financially um, with the pandemic current going on, like, like money in, in my eyes is like freedom. And I think that's, it's a good way to kind of view your time in that way. That's personally for me, it doesn't work for everyone. But that's kind of like how I try to be productive because I don't want to waste time because then I'm wasting money. I think it's like um, kind of it's easy to fall into the easy things like the, the path of least least resistance. So like mm-hmm. watching YouTube, eating junk food, like I fall for it like countless times. Yeah. And um, overall, it, you don't feel like happy. I mean, you'll get like the quick happy, but then long term, like you'll probably not be satisfied, like mm-hmm. fulfilled. And it's like the harder things that bring happiness. So it's like, yeah, it's like instant so, gratification versus long-term gratification. And if you like look back into it, like putting like, for example, me like graduating with the degree in mechanical engineering, like there was like so much I missed, like going out with friends or other like fun activities going on because I was like studying and reading uh, my textbooks and learning and preparing for exams or projects. And then, but long-term, like I'm satisfied because like I was able to graduate and now I'm working in the field that I wanted to get into and it's like very satisfying. And I had to trade in a lot of like instant gratification moments for this long-term win, um, which is like 10x any instant gratification. Yeah, like the amount of, I'm sure that when you got your diploma or when you finally walked across that stage, that feeling was a lot. Yeah. Like very uh, accomplishing and yeah, yeah. satisfying. Um, it kind of, Kind of going back to like that point of it being kind of more satisfying to accomplish things that are challenging rather than easy. Um, and if you were lazy, um, it's kind of it has to do with dopamine. Like we actually have a built in system in our brains that kind of attracts dopamine. Like that's all we're trying to get, whether that's junk food, whether that's sex, whether that's watching videos on YouTube all the time. That's all dopamine just rushing into your brain. And when you're doing all that stuff all the time, your dopamine receptors are at so sensitive and the levels that you need in order to satisfy that dopamine is so high, you can't sit down and read for 30 minutes because a reading doesn't give you the same amount of dopamine as watching a YouTube video. So that's why people can't really focus and stay productive. So there's a thing really online that's popular. It's actually popular even in Silicon Valley. Um, it's called dopamine detox. So basically you stop basically doing anything that's high dopamine, whether that's watching Netflix all the time, watching YouTube videos, um, porn, 
just being on your phone all the time, just like a shit ton of just high dopamine stuff. And then you learn and you train your brain to start getting dopamine hits from things that are productive and really good to your life, like working on your business or progressing in your career, reading a book. Um, And I've tried it. I've like locked my phone in my drawer and I was like, all right, I'm not going to be on my phone all day. And I feel like so much better than the other days. Yeah. It's like, it's like the, the easy, it's like so easy to just to pick up your phone and like lose countless hours on Mm -hmm. Instagram or anything else. Um, so like training yourself and being disciplined to like, kind of like not catch in the instant gratification instead put in, put in the work towards like the longer, bigger picture goals that you want to accomplish. And in the end, you'll like be a lot more satisfied in my opinion, at least. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to, if you, if you think we're wrong, have a lazy week, see how you feel. And then the next week, try to have a productive week and see how, how different that feels. Yeah. Um, personally for me, I already know how that feels. I hate when I'm unproductive. Like I, I feel pretty shitty. Yeah. And I mean, just we're not perfect. Like we have yeah. lazy days. Like yeah. we're not like robots and like, all right, I'm going to do this checklist in the morning. Boom, done. Yeah. And it's actually been kind of studied that like you do have a kind of um, limit to how productive you can be in a day. It's like a muscle. Most people, um, like really good people who could focus really well and have built that muscle can probably last like four hours of being in the zone, like deep, deep work. Um, so it's a muscle you build over time. Um, but hey, start off with an hour, try to have a really productive hour of work or reading or doing something. And then you just build off of that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess to wrap up that the second episode, what would be the call to action you would have for uh, the audience that, for them to have a more productive life, more productive week? So another thing with productivity is making sure that you don't have too big of a list. If you have like 20 goals that you're trying to hit, you're just way too scattered. You don't have a plan. You just have a wish list. Um, so basically what I would say is what are three, two to three areas in your life that you think you need to improve, whether that's your health, whether that's your career, your personal finance, any area that you think that you need to improve. Um, so pick those two or three goals and create kind of routines or anything that you're going to, um, help to improve in those areas of your life. Um, so personally for me, the three areas that I'm working on is my health. I want to make sure that I get a good workout routine in place as well as like a good diet regimen. Number two is myself, which is why I've created like a morning mindset routine where I read a couple. I read like this one document that I created, which is kind of like a um, it talks about the goals that I have right now. And it kind of talks about where I see myself a year from now and like the lifestyle I want to have. Um, It's nothing big. I mean, I just want to I'm not a very. materialistic guy follow minimalism we'll probably talk about that in another episode minimalism because we're both kind of follow that i guess just since you're talking about your mindset just to give the listeners like a quick like summary like what's the checklist like for oh, you to start so wake up at 5 30 shower or well, cold shower um that really wakes you up um and then i make my bed i get ready i read that document that i'm telling you about it takes me about 15 minutes then i meditate and then i read 30 minutes of a book right now um the book i'm reading is called principles by ray dalio um and then after that if i still have time um i do career learning so basically that's either reading a book that i'm doing about marketing or taking a course about marketing and then after that i transition into my job but that's a good way i start my day to make sure my mindset right and i'm prepared for the day so that's kind of like myself that's the one habit i'm trying to build to help my myself and then lastly it's my career Right now, I'm kind of working on getting a promotion. 
Um, and I'm always trying to improve my skill set. I'm always trying to learn new things and kind of just like work with others, um, take on new projects for web design or, you know, trying to do anything to build my portfolio and kind of progress in my career. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I guess for, for the audience, something that helps me, like I mentioned before, it's like uh, planning out the week ahead. So I guess uh, the call to action for the audience for, on my end would be to like, I what would be the ideal week? Like, what would it look like? What areas do you want to balance this week? Um, most likely you might not be able to hit all 12, but maybe you could. Um, but like Diego said, focus on two to three areas. Um, and then what could you get uh, to get closer to, you know, making great uh, progress on those areas? Uh, I personally like to visualize my week. Like I plan it ahead. So like I mentioned before, I use Google Calendar, but you can use whatever calendar digital or analog. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about like systems, like tools that we use in a future episode. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, and then basically for there, I'll like have a blank slate. So a blank week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the feeling of like, I don't know when you open a notebook and you have like a fresh piece of paper, it's just like, I don't know, open. And I don't know. It feels good. <laughs> so from there, I kind of like populate like my work. So like uh, I work from X to X time. Um, so time, is it time chunking? Yeah, time blocking. Yeah, time blocking. Not time chunking, I guess you could also say that. Kind of like the the fixed things that you're already committed to, like, oh, like, I work from this hour to this hour, like I mentioned, or I have this event or this appointment. And then from there, kind of like put in some time. So like, let's say you want to focus more on health and like, hey, I'm going to go cycling uh, at this time, or I'm going to go to the gym at this time, or I'm going to go for a walk or a run or whatever. Um, and then from there, like, you should also identify personal projects. So, like, what's something that you want to learn? What's something you want to, like, accomplish? Maybe there's a course. Uh, kind of, like, think about that. And then from there, kind of break down that project into, like, steps that you can, like, accomplish in that, like, mm-hmm. a short amount of time. Kind of, like, baby steps leading to, like, the the long journey. Just, just, like, a quick point on what you said right there in terms of, like, what projects that's another good thing that I've learned is like, don't try to look at things as goals because the word goal has kind of gotten a weird connotation nowadays. It's like, oh, what are your goals? And like everyone just talking about that. Uh, it doesn't really have like a action plan to it. So instead of saying what goal I'm trying to work on, just say what project. Yeah. That weird. I don't know why, but that has like a, a good kind of switch in your mind. Yeah. I feel the same. Like ever since I stopped saying goals and just view them more as like projects. Yeah. Like with a, like a list of tasks in order you need it you need to accomplish in order to complete it, then yeah. um, that helps out. It feels more actionable in my Yeah. Opinions. So kind of like block out some time for your projects as well. And then from there, any miscellaneous things like errands or maintenance. And then uh, also like ch- chunk out time for uh, social, like hanging out with friends, family. Um, and I mean, since we're in the pandemic, you know, like responsibly. <laughs> um, and then from there, kind of like go throughout the week. Um and then most likely, especially in the beginning, you won't follow it to a T, but it'll give you an idea. And then going back to like the designer growth mindset, you'll figure out like, oh, you know what? Like this doesn't work out for me. Like I, I can't really uh, work out after work because I'm just always tired. So I'm going to switch it up and do it before work. And you'll discover things and then eventually you'll like converge to uh, a ideal week that you actually do follow at least like more than 60, 70 percent of the time. Um, so we can try that. Um, so that would be my call to action kind of what's your ideal week and then plan it out and see how it goes and most likely you'll fail but reflect back on it on like a sunday and see okay like this worked this didn't and then rearrange um accordingly yeah Yeah, like let's say you you hit your goal 
wow, I said goal. I can't believe I just contradicted myself. Yeah. Let's say you hit your project uh, 50%. You had a, you wanted to wake up at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. every Monday through Saturday, and that was the project. And let's say you did that like 50% of the week. Well, the next week, try to aim for 60% or try to aim for just a little bit better. And that's the whole thing. Like little progressions compound over time. Um, so I think that's kind of the way you want to view it. If you mess up, because sometimes I know people are like, all right, I'm going to work out five times a week. And then they do the first two days and on the third day they mess up and they're like, oh, fuck. All right, I'll just wait till Monday. And then they just like start all over. Um, so try not to do that. Um, try to always look at these things as projects and trying to, you know, check off the to-do list. Um, just like a quick, um, before we close, um, if you're still in school, um, and I think you read this book too, Eduardo. There's a book out there called, and it has a lot of good productivity systems. It's called How to Become a Straight-A Student by Cal Newport. Um, if you're still in school, I really recommend that book. And if you're out of school, um, the same author, buy the book called Deep Work. We'll put it in the show notes, a uh, link to like an Amazon or something. We'll probably uh, talk about it in a future episode as well. Yeah. Like those are really good books in terms of productivity, probably on my top lists. And we read a lot of productivity books. <laughs> yeah. Um, that author is really good. Yeah, we, um, we kind of forgot to say this in the previous episode, but like the whole... The title of this whole podcast, Design, Test, Improve, is basically from designer mindset. Like, like you, you hear us say, like, test different things. You're going to fail. Like, we straight up tell you you're going to fail. Yeah. But like, kind of, like, learn from it and then get better. And that's kind of, like, the whole motto of design, test, improve. You design something. You test it out. Ideally, you improve. But part of improving is failing and then learning from it. And then you improve from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that said, I think this is a good place to wrap up. Yeah, guys. So, um, if you enjoyed today's episode and found something of value, uh, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, um, on the Apple podcast or whatever platform you're listening on this. Um, if you think anyone would find value of this episode and feels like they've been unproductive and, you know, kind of feels like they'd get some good lessons from this, please share. Uh, and with that being said, thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.